wisdom to you from Anthony Robbins, who said, success comes from taking the initiative and following up, persisting, eloquently expressing the depth of your love. What simple actions could you take today to produce a new momentum towards success in your life? From Emerson, we have these words. Do not be too timid and squeamish about your actions. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. And it was Jim Ron who said, if you're not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. And from our dear pal Oprah, all hail Oprah. We have the inspiration. Do the one thing you think you cannot do. Fail at it, try again, do better the second time. The only people who never tumble are those who never mount the high wire. This is your moment. Own it. It was Deepak Chopra who said, always go with your passion. Never ask yourself if it's realistic or not. And lastly, from one of the most inspirational and motivational movies of the last century, Thelma and Louise. We have the line from Thelma who said, you get what you settle for. This adventure that we call life is not something to be settled for. Life is to be tampered with your passion, energized with your enthusiasm, and realized through your ability to take a risk from time to time, to get out there and say, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to take a chance. The whole of the universe is shouting right now, take the leap. Take the chance. Step into the darkness and discover the sure footing of the staircase. In other words, the universe is affirming for you. I got your back, guys. Individuals do not take chances within their lifetime to pursue something they truly desire because they are fearful. Individuals do not take chances within their lifetime to pursue something they truly desire because they have been conditioned, trained, programmed over and over and over again to believe there is something, someone, some deity of which to be fearful. You have goals, dreams, visions, and desires as a result of the whole of the universe desiring to express something new and wonderful within you, through you, and as you. Yet, the common individual, and you, my beloved, are not common in the least, the common individual will settle for an aura of race consciousness, beliefs, and affirmations rooted in the conditioning of fear, such as few people can actually do that. Most have failed. It's too hard, and the ever-so-popular well, this will just have to be good enough. So we want to remind you that if one person has done it, whatever the it is, anyone can do it. If one person has succeeded, 
any person may succeed if one person has overcome a difficulty in pursuing a vision. All people may overcome any difficulty. And we want you to listen very carefully here. There is no aspect of your journey which will ever, ever be good enough. The universe does not separate. Your journey with the good and grace of the divine in a constant state of evolution. There is no limit to the good that the divine may express within your individual life or a particular avenue within your journey, unless someone chooses to limit this divine good by affirming, this is good enough. Yeah, buddy, this is all the good I can take right now. I'm done. Dr. Ernest Holmes wrote, we have within us a power that is greater than anything we shall contact in the outer. A power that can overcome every obstacle in our life and set us safe, satisfied, and at peace, healed and prosperous, and a new life, and in a new life. Make time every day. Tap into and turn on this power that home speaks of. Aligning with it, relishing in the knowing feeling, I am safe, whole, and complete, and the powerful essence and embrace of the divine. Those who do awaken a freedom of conscious energy within their heart and soul, a freedom of spiritual drive to accomplish all things, living beyond the conditioned belief that fear of something, someone, some deity is in effect, requiring all of their attention, all of their energy, all of their commitment in order to deal with such a fear, as opposed to fear being only a bad suggestion to be discarded and released all other bad suggestions. Now, we all know tomorrow's the 4th of July. Yay! Go forefathers. Yay! <laughs> However you choose to celebrate tomorrow, I'm going to affirm right here now that you're going to have a fantastic 4th. Whether it's doing yard work like we're planning on doing, or soaking in a pool with your favorite cocktail. It's just up to I affirm it's that you're going to have a fantastic tour. As you mark our country's independence tomorrow, however, we do have a suggestion before you get your day going. And the suggestion is, in the midst of all the fireworks, all the heart-stirring music, you declare your spiritual independence. That you declare independence from fear, from conformity, from race consciousness ideas and conditioning, which restrict rather than liberate. Affirm your freedom. Make the declaration to pursue one thing, just one thing that has felt a little scary on occasion. Make a declaration to take that first step, just one step, to actualizing a new vision for your journey. Take the risk. Remember, 
times in back. Go commune with the Sioux and bring your vision from Psalm 4. And as you do, I and all of the universe will affirm for you. May the force be with you. This is the title of our lesson this morning. May the force be with you. Now, I know you were expecting some Luke Skywalker reference, but I don't have it. I was like, oh, this is too good to pass up. It just went with the flow. So I want to prepare you, though, for if, if those that choose to do it, I want to prepare you for your spiritual declaration of freedom. So I want to share something that Dr. Holmes wrote in the Science of Mind magazine in July of 1953. It's a great piece, and it's his affirmative prayer for our country. And I'm going to invite you to accept these words as your own. And here's what Holmes wrote. He said, believing in the divine destiny of the United States of America, in the preservation of liberty, security, and self-expression for all, I offer this, my prayer for, our, for my country. I know that divine intelligence governs the destiny of the United States of America, directing the thought and the activity of all who guides its affairs. I know that success, prosperity, and happiness are the gifts of freedom and the divine heritage of everyone in this country, that they are now operating in the affairs every individual in this country. I know that divine guidance enlightens the collective mind of the people of this country, causing it to know that economic security may come to all without the loss of either personal freedom or individual self-expression. I know that no one can believe or be led to believe that personal freedom must be surrendered economic security for all. The all-knowing mind contains the answer to every problem which confronts this country. I know that every leader in this country is now directed by this all-knowing mind and has the knowledge of a complete solution to every problem. Each is impelled to act upon this knowledge to, to the end that abundant security and peace shall come to all. I know that this spiritual democracy shall endure, guaranteeing to everyone in this country personal liberty, happiness, and self-expression. I give thanks for this truth. And so it is. And so it is. So I thought, you know, I found this piece actually quite by accident. And I thought, well, that's really good. We're going to use that Sunday morning. And then I thought, very motivating, at least it is to me. So, I thought it might be a good idea to have the prayer, Holmes' prayer, in everybody's email box in the morning. Do you all think that's a good idea, or should I just let it pass? Yes, yes. I, I thought you might like that. So, I'll schedule that this afternoon. So, you know, the mission statement for our home organization, Centered for Spiritual Living, is a world that works for everyone. And I love that mission statement, I truly do. I also truly believe that the, mission, the way this mission will come to fruition is by first creating a country 
that works for everyone. And by expanding that demonstrated idea as an example for others to be followed. I'm not talking about building walls. I'm talking about building up consciousness. In Holmes' statement, he affirmed, I know that success, prosperity, and happiness are the gifts of freedom and the divine heritage of everyone in this country. They are now operating in the affairs that they are now operating in the affairs of every individual in this country. He said nothing about certain religions, races, genders, LBGTQ, or nationality. He very clearly said every individual in this country. Yes, the umbrella of the illusion of fear casts a very large shadow. It is the individual who strives to be and live within the truth of Holmes' words who steps out of the shadow of, of restriction and into the light of liberation. So i got to tell you a story because I know with it being the 4th of July and the holiday, all of this get, people get stirred up and they're like, yeah, I believe it, I believe it. But we want you to go full force. We want you to go where the microphone is not in your peripheral vision all the time. So, the story, and many people are going to relate to this, is about this fellow, he's driving down the street, or excuse me, excuse me, driving down the expressway, and he's going a tad over the speed limit. I know nobody here has ever done that, but this guy is just going a little over the speed limit, and then in his rear view mirror, he sees these blue lights flashing. And he's going, so he pulls over, comes up, and the policeman says, you know, do you know why I pulled you over? And the guy says, no, I really don't. And the policeman said, well, I clocked you doing 85 miles an hour. And the guy says, that's just impossible. Says, why is it impossible? And the guy says, well, I had my, my, what do you call it? Cruise control set on 82. See, this is the thing about moving into consciousness of freedom, living within the law. You can't break the law just a little. It's like being a little pregnant. You either ah or you ain't. So you have to be in accordance with the law fully. You can't be out of accordance with the law just a little because you either are or you ain't. What we ask you to consider is Individuals who operate under the conditioned illusion of fear are working in opposition to the freedom and liberty of spiritual law. Believing nothing will work. This or that is good enough. There's too much adversity to overcome in the pursuit of their vision. All are beliefs born out of the conditioned illusion of fear. There is no such thing operating with just a little fear. You either is or you ain't. And so how do you move into that awareness that today, and that belief and that stride, right? It's a stride that we're going for of working, being without fear. Well, the first thing is you, you got to say, well, do I believe that centered in oneness with presence all things are possible? Do I believe centered in that knowing that I am one with source? All things are possible. Now, as the normal metaphysician, 
that question one-on-one. -on -one. Well, of course I did. Of course I did. I know that the source of all things are possible. I can do and achieve all things. Ask them the question, do you believe that overcoming this lifetime of illness that the doctors told you can't be cured or healed is possible to be healed within the mind of God? And they're going to say, yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, I think so. Ask them if they think it's still possible for them to meet their soulmate. Meet their soulmate. At their age. At their weight. At their height. At their education level. At their whatever. Centered in the oneness with the divine mind of God. And they're going to say, uh, maybe. Maybe outside 285. Farmersonly.com, maybe. Oh, it's just a phone call away. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Farmersonly.com has a great little jingle that we're all going to be thinking about the rest of the day. Earl Nightingale said you could measure opportunity with the same yardstick that measures the risk involved. They go together. If you cannot demonstrate the opportunity unless you are willing to take the risk. And understand, there are two takes here. You want to take the opportunity, you want to own it, then you have to take and own the risk as well. Ooh. You have to be so centered in the knowing that I am Sorcerer One that there is no, truly, no risk because there's no fear in pursuing the opportunity. There is only the awareness that the universe has my back. There is only the knowing that, yes, I don't know what's going to unfold in this next step of mine. All I know is that I'm going to land on the sure footing of the staircase provided by the universe. That's the clarity. By chance, we're dealing with one of these folks that kind of gets into that, eh, I don't know, mom. Look, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. You're not doing anything wrong. All it's indicative of is there's a little more prayer work you may need to do. There's a little more centering you need to focus on. There's a little more expression of appreciation for the good in your journey that you want to begin process. You want to do those things that allow your energy to expand and evolve, come into alignment with that pure radiant source energy. The more you move into that higher level of vibration of energy for the good that's in your journey, for the, for the things that you have manifested, the less fearful more life begin to express into your path. We'll share a story about a fellow called Jim Abbott. And Jack Canfield actually is going to take us into the story about Jim Abbott. But Jack Canfield said, don't worry about failures. Worry about the chances you miss and you don't even try. Don't worry about failures. Worry about the chances you miss when you don't even try. So you want to begin 
try to pursue your goals. You want to begin to try to take that step to pursue your vision. Whatever those visions may be, are you going to stumble from time to time? Well, according to Oprah, yes, you are. Oprah's never wrong. But if you go into that process knowing, okay, I'm going to stumble, and that means it's, it's my turn to try even better, more, more effectively, the next go-round, then you are gaining Then you are trying. You are creating a momentum, a volition of energy that will carry you forward into the demonstration. The only way you can get this momentum of energy behind you is to take the first step. Take the first step. So Jim Abbott, I love his story. He's a, he's a National League or was a National League baseball pitcher. And he was born with one hand, only one hand. And he is now a motivational speaker. And I just read an article on him. And he shared an experience that he had in his article. And he was at a neighborhood gathering of, in his neighborhood. And he heard of a little girl that was born also with one hand. Now, her parents were a little shaken up about it. And at this gathering where he saw them at the neighborhood function, they, they came over and asked him what were his thoughts about their daughter that was born with one hand. Did he have any, any advice for them? Any advice? Anything they thought he thought they should do? And he shared that he got a little humbled by the question, thinking, you know, that this is their, daughter, their daughter's life, and he just didn't know what to say. And he said something. He said, I, he said, I had nothing very smart to say to them. And when he realized that, he told himself he wouldn't let that happen again. He said that it was important for him to share what he has learned. So he said what he's learned is that there are millions of people out there ignoring disability and accomplishing incredible, incredible feats. He learned that you can learn to do things differently, but do them just as well. With the disability, that it's not the disability that defines you, it's how you deal with the challenges the disability presents to you. He's learned that we have an obligation to the abilities we do have, not the disability. Now, he had many ups and downs in his baseball career, even at one point being set step back to the minor leagues for a time. Yet, in the telling of his story, what I picked up on in the article, never once did he say, well, I got sent back to the minor leagues because, my, because of my disability. Never once did he say, I got sent back to the minor leagues because I only, people didn't like the fact that I was pitching with just one hand. Nor did he allow the repeated more than likely well-intentioned statements such as, you are disabled, you need to learn a trade, you can't play baseball with only one hand. He didn't allow those statements to condition him into a fear-based way of living and being. He heard them all 
they just went right, right on and tried out and made the Olympic baseball team. And from the Olympic baseball team, he went straight into the major league. In his interview, he said, I realized I'd like to tell that little girl, go out and find out what it is that you love. It may not be the most obvious choice or the most logical, but never let that stop you. Baseball was hardly the most logical choice for someone with one hand, but I loved it, so that's what I pursued. No matter where the road takes you, don't give up until you know in your heart you've done everything you possibly could make your dreams come true. You owe nothing to the disability. It will not. When you fail, get back up and try again. Leave no room for excuse. Don't listen to what you can't do. 99% of the time, I never think about of missing a hand. I have never been envious of someone with two hands. Listen to that deep voice within you. It knows when you've done your best. Listen to that deep voice within. It knows when you're trying your best. That's where the energy or momentum comes from. You owe nothing to fear. Ignore it. You have a choice in the morning. You have a choice in the morning. Your choice is, do you get out of bed tomorrow morning claiming and living your spiritual independence supported by a country, an entire country, and the whole of the universe committed to you pursuing your highest vision for your journey? Or do you stay under the umbrella of race consciousness, perhaps safe, but nonetheless in the shadows of life? Now, for those who might be thinking, well, that sounds really good, so I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to bring your attention to our affirmation card this week, which carries that famous Yoda line from Star Wars and reads, Do or do not, there is no try. Do or do not, there is no try. Have faith or do not, there is no halfway. Have belief or do not, there is absolutely no duality. Absolutely no duality. And the universe is going to respond to your belief, whether you have faith or whether you do not. It's always going to mirror you exactly. Esther Hicks said, fear only exists when you do not understand that you have the power to project thought and that the universe will respond have the power to project thought. Can you project the thought of faith, of fear, of knowing that the universe has your back? And ignore everything else. Ignore everything else. A while back there was a great story about a criminal caught in a kingdom. He committed a crime because, you know, this is what criminals do. They commit crimes. And he was sent to the king for his punishment. And the king told him that 
he had a choice of two punishments. He could choose to be hung by the rope or take and take the noose or take the punishment that was behind the curtain. Scary, scary curtain. I don't know what makes the curtain scary, but they told me it's a scary curtain, so I'm going to believe them. And the criminal quickly decided to take the noose. And so as the noose was being slipped over him, he said to the king, you know, I just have to know. Out of curiosity, what's behind the scary curtain? And the king laughed and said, you know, it's funny. I offer everyone the same choice. And almost everyone picks the rope. The criminal said, okay, so what's behind the I mean, obviously, I won't tell anyone. The king paused and answered, Freedom is behind the curtain. But it seems most people are so afraid of the unknown that they immediately answer, Freedom. There is no trust. Do or do not. There is no halfway. step into that knowing and, are, and create the ability, the awareness to ignore everything else. To say, right here and right now, I'm just going to let go of these race consciousness ideas that have been holding me back, that others have said are not possible. And I'm just going to live in my knowing of oneness and express that and pursue that. say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. Infinite mind. In as and through me. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my offering. Blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. 